Hey, I'm Garrett. And I'm Daniel. And this is Modern Gaze. On today's episode, I'm actually gagged. You're always gagged. <laughs> I am gagged. I'm gooped. I am fully gobsmacked, ready for my adventure to the incredible Gag City. Well, I'm ready to fasten my seatbelt and come on a Gag City adventure with you. Yeah, and later we'll be talking about is gay Twitter dead and can Gag City save it? So as we wrap up the final episode, Garrett, yes, of 2023 for season one on Modern Gaze. OMG. We are hashtagging Gag City today. I'm gagged that it's already been a full close of our season one. Well, season two, we have a lot going on. But before we get into that, let's get into this. Let's do it. So Nicki Minaj released her new album, Pink Friday 2. And you know what? I am gagged, to say the least, that it is only her fifth album. Well, she has... I thought she had more albums. She, well, she's done a lot of collabs. She's done a lot of single releases. She has. She's been around for a long time. Yeah, I just thought she's been around for such a long time that she would have had more than five albums. You know albums. why? Because she puts out quality. Quality albums. Anyway, so her fans, the Barbs, they are like an allegiance. They are like an army. They're like an alliance. They're just like the Beehive, right? I'm sure that you can probably be a part of the Barbs and a part of the Beehive I'm not deep in the meta relationship of it, but I think that you can be in, on both teams. I would say not. Why not? You can I, think love- I think they're pretty loyal. I think they're monogamous. <laughs> I don't think they're poly, darling. <laughs> There's no open relationship happening there. They're not open with Nikki. Okay, I guess you can be an Ariana fan and a Nicki Minaj fan. That's yeah, but fair. I'm talking like diehard fan. You okay, know? yeah, fine. So on the barbs, yes, they have provided Nicki Minaj the most incredible free marketing i think ever basically no one has ever gotten this level of free marketing from their fans from their fans so what happened was based off of Nicki minaj's album for pig friday 2 where she is on this subway train floating in the clouds yeah. over this wonderfully gorgeous pink city i'm gonna say she owns the private train because it seems private. She obviously owns the world. Yes. She's literally floating above it. Yes. And it's been created in this kind of magical, almost utopian format where mm. it's just so unrealistic, but it's so believable at the same time. You would just want to be there. You want to be there. Yeah. And her fans have taken that and created a whole world of what that city can be and what it looks like. What is so wonderful in this utopian society is that it's such a beautiful inclusive environment for everyone Mm -hmm. i love it it Mm -hmm. is the most lgbt friendly city in the world i would say so i'd say west hollywood comes second it's like (laughs) gag city then we hope yes and then chelsea and hell's kitchen exactly correct so these images have been created with generative AI technology, mm-hmm. right? Like your mid journeys and your doll E and your Maj space. <laughs> Maj space? What's that? It's a new one. I don't know. There's like, it's so, like an AI? There's so many different generative image making platforms that are based off of stable diffusion. And it is allowing all of these fans and people to create their own gag city and what mm. that looks like. And it's always pink. And it's always fabulous. 
And it's always just some wonderful story to go along with it. So a lot of the fans have created these kind of examples of what would happen in Gag City. Okay. And so I'm going to describe a few to you. Okay. So one of them would be all of those attempting to enter Gag City must have a valid queen card. I mean, I want a queen card. Or they risk being turned away and deported immediately. What information is on your queen card? It just establishes your level of queen mother, you know, how much you just own yourself. Oh, like Opalencia and everything? Exactly. So then there's another image of Nicki Minaj giving her I had a gag speech in front of millions of people, actually millions of people at the Washington Capitol. Then we have Dakota Johnson is welcome to Gag City. She has arrived after ending Ellen DeGeneres, finally. That's savage. 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 It's just this funny kind of comical approach to who's allowed in and who's not allowed in. For example- Ellen DeGeneres is not allowed in. No, because she's a mean girl. Mm. So you know who else didn't get in? Who? Jennifer Lopez has been denied entry to Gag City. Jennifer Lopez has been denied? And it's a picture of Jennifer Lopez crying, wearing her Versace green dress. No way. In front of the gates. No way. Of Gag City. Stop it. Being denied entry. Did they say why? No, but I think that there's like a deeper thing going on because I don't think Nicki Minaj and J-Lo get along that well. Wow. Yeah, her anaconda don't, apparently. Oh, wow. But Rosalia does get in. She She arrives to colonize Gag City oh. and bring her energy and bring her people along with it. Rosalia. Rosalia. So the okay. two of them, they get along just fine. Marge Simpson and Linda Belcher, which are like all of these like funny characters. Marge Simpson. Yeah. From, like these, from the Simpsons. From the Simpsons. Like Homer Simpson's and wife. Fa- and Family Guy. Lois from Family Guy. Oh my God, that's hilarious. They're in for sure, obviously, because they're just like Lois. They have their it. queen card. They all have their queen card. Obviously. Oh my God. And then there's a whole different language that's happening in there, right? Okay. Now you lost me. Yes. It's, there's this, it's like Gagatronica. Gagatronica is the language of Gag City? Yeah. It kind of sounds a little bit like this. Gagatrondra. That's what I just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Gagatrondra. Yeah. Gagatrondra. <laughs> Yes, Gagatronda babs. <laughs> I've lost the blood. It does obviously have its own slang. And the slang that we use today is very much present in the Barb future of Gag City. Yeah, well, the Bobs have created hashtag Gag City, right? Yeah. Where does Gag City come from? What does I- Gag even mean? Exactly. Gag City is a reference to the LGBTQ plus slang term gag, right? Right. So meaning to be awestruck by something similar to the word slay. Like remember slay, slay. which has become a really popular term. So gag city came from like work slay. It's amazing. You're great. Yeah. Gag city is High key. a slay city. I think that there's just so much of this language that has come from queer hip hop, R&B, but Music it's also, and culture Yeah, as but well. it's also just come from millennials and Gen Z. Like, well, they, they just adopted it. Cap, no cap, high key, low key. Okay, wait, you lost me, you lost me. We need to go through some of these slang terms. Okay, break it down for me. Okay, so let's play a bit of a game. Let's run through some quick slang terms. What about bump? Do you know what bump means? Bump? Yeah. Like a bump of, of, of drugs? Well, that's what you would think, right? It's like taking a hit. But bump, when someone says bump, it actually means to push a comment or post back to the forefront of a thread or comment section. Oh. Mm. You know what my favorite one is right now that I'm using a lot is Jomo. 
Jomo. The joy of missing out. The joy of missing because out. Because I am somewhat of an introvert. Yes. And I like to recharge in my own time. Okay. If you go out and you have your own plans and you're yep. going to go meet up with some friends mm-hmm. and you ask me, what are you doing? I'm like, I am absolutely doing nothing. Right. I'm so excited. Also, you're happy to miss out because you're in your own sanctuary. You know what also I'm loving right now mm. is caught in 4K. Caught in 4K. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't mean like you caught a picture in like a high quality like I camera. You, like I caught you out. I got you, girl. You're caught red handed. In 4K. Well, you know what? Today it's 8K. Right. Got you an 8K now. It's 8K high glossy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> when I was living in America and Americans love to sl- use slang a lot, especially in text messages. Mm. I always had to Google what it meant. Cause I'm like, NTD, what, what the heck is this? Well, there's like, you, you'd get like corporate email slang, like stuff that's like end of business day. Yeah, but screw the corporate. Like I'm talking <laughs> everyday slang. You know what I hate? The lurker. A lurker is active on social media or specific channels, but they never comment or participate in a conversation. Uh-huh. I hate lurkers. Yeah. They're not, just, they're not in gag city. I Lurkers look lurk away. You know, like <laughs> look away. Lurk away, lurker. Look away. <laughs> look away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I get into this every night where some like literally doom scrolling, you know. Right, yeah, doom scrolling time. is not good. I li- and I like that it's called doom scrolling because basically you're fucked. But you know what? <laughs> Maybe I keep scrolling until I actually find something of value. Mm. And then I'm like, wow, that was worth the last two hours of doom scrolling. Do you know what I find? But with doom scrolling, you just end up sending memes to your friends. Yeah. So that's a bit of where Gag City came from. Gag means to be gagged. It means to be like actually like bewildered by how much excitement you have for something. Like it's so shocking. It's so surprising. I'm gagged. Yeah, I thought gagged meant something else. And you can also be gagging on that feeling. You could be gagging on a banana. Gagging on it. But from this idea of these slang terms and gag city and like where it was going, basically Nicki Minaj posted her album cover release on X. Right. Formerly known as Twitter. The artist formerly known as Twitter. It mm. went viral. Obviously, everyone picked that up and started creating all of these recreations of their own gag city. And it reignited gay Twitter. Right. I mean, all of Twitter. But gay Twitter is a very specific subset of users that are gay or LGBTQ+. This is a cool thing for the community where you get to really imagine this utopian like society where everyone is just loved and accepted and celebrated. Right. Literally all of gay Twitter gets behind it. And that's where you get all of these really fun kind of intermixes and interactions between the barbs and all of the gay interwebs, right? right? They all get reignited to get behind this idea of creating a utopian or unique society where we're all loved right and everyone can be their authentic selves yeah and like i don't know Mm. i feel like x has changed it has with its new name it's not as well well i think x changed and that was why threads released and had such a huge success on their day one of signups because everyone was like twitter is done yeah so let's talk about gay twitter and what that is so gay twitter is a community of lgbtq plus people Mm -hmm. that Use Twitter. It's really that simple. So it's just gay Twitter users. Yeah. And it is a community of people that have been able to connect with one another. And feel safe. From all over the world. To be honest, gay people do cool shit. Yeah. And we're on top of trends. Uh Uh-huh. And we talk about things that are like happening and relevant and meaningful. The voice is strong. Yeah. So... Gay Twitter is powerful. Mm -hmm. And Twitter was this platform at the pulse 
of our heartbeats. Mm-hmm. Like it was really, really, really this of the moment, real connection of what was going on in the world. It was never at the pulse of my heartbeat, darling. I never had Twitter. But millions of others were. Yeah. And whilst other people are on Instagram or Snapchat or whatever they're at, Twitter was a place for instant connection, instant mobilization of need and word and power. And if if something was going on, like that was a negative event where people needed help and support. They tweet about it. It was instantaneous. You can instantaneously get the support and get the word out. But with the changes of Twitter to X, a lot of that safe space has been disintegrated Mm. and it has been removed from the platform. Like you have moderation control that has changed. Hate speech monitor programs have been dismantled and it's just no longer that really kind of obviously safe space for gay Twitter. Right. Over time, gay users have gone a little bit more quiet or they've stopped posting as much, or they've stopped relying on the platform as much. And even for gay stars and trans celebrities and people who have built community on this platform, even journalists, Mm. like they are constantly attacked with all of these bots and crazy accounts that have no face to the name. And it's just really not a great place anymore. Right. And I think that's why there was such a massive movement around hashtag gay threads because we needed that safe space again and have that sense of community. So when gay Twitter kind of dissolved a bit and potentially moved over to gay threads, which Mm -hmm. we'll get into, I think that this gag city promotion reignited gay Twitter. I think it was a bit of like a fuck you pushback. Yeah. And it was a really cool way. It was a comeback for gay Twitter and gay X users to be like, no, we're still here. Standing strong. We're still building our community. We still believe in this platform and we can still thrive. Absolutely. And it was really Nicki Minaj's gag city album cover promotion that happened to do it. Correct. Well, I also think Nicki Minaj advocated and pushed for it. Yeah. And like once she saw what was happening. Yeah. Or maybe her marketing team planted these seeds. Probably. Who knows? She obviously and very quickly got behind it. And a lot of people did. A lot of celebrities did. A lot of people started posting about it. But you still do look at Twitter and you still look at the the conversations that are happening on gay Twitter. And they have decreased significantly, mm. even today. And it had this incredible power and it's kind of still dimmed in a way. And why it's really important to maintain these kind of safe spaces is is really it's a the huge voice issue. Well, yeah, because it's the space where people can actually voice and share their personal experiences and their thoughts and what's actually happening in society that maybe people are trying to hide. You know why I'm smiling is because I think I had a realization of why I never downloaded Twitter. Why? Because I don't like sharing my thoughts publicly on a status. I just think I'd rather post a photo and just share a moment rather than share my thoughts with people i don't know why because i'm scared of the backlash or i'm scared of judgment right you don't think your thoughts I feel, are worthy enough yeah maybe i feel a bit insecure of my thoughts well you have a podcast my love oy, oy, oy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but i'm happy to talk about it. you see that's the thing i'm happy to publicly talk, talk about it. it yeah i feel weird just writing it and then le- like p- just putting it there right like that's, one sentence and let yeah. it run yeah anyway moving on Yeah, but that makes sense. Everyone gets pulled to the community or the platform that they feel safest. Very true. And for a lot of people, it was Twitter and it still is 
But it's so important to maintain places like this because we need to have spaces to connect with one another, especially if you're growing up, let's say, in an environment where your parents may not accept you or maybe you live in a community where you don't feel like you can be 100% your authentic self. Exactly. And you can really build relationships and connect with people online. Mm -hmm. We met online. We did meet online. Lots of people have met online or have built long-term relationships and gotten married or have had kids or have built businesses or have connected huge bridges to build friendships. Like it's incredible. Well, people even like Dr. Carlton said to us on our like last couple of episodes, he said that he has people that reach out to him from other parts of the world that don't have access to healthcare or can't go out and say, I'm intimate with a guy or I'm intimate with the same sex. And I need help. Yeah. And that's what social media does, right? It brings people together. Yeah. And to do that in a way that is also protecting your privacy and Mm. protecting your mental health, you need to have systems in place that we can trust. Absolutely. How X has been dismantled is really sad Mm. and it's shocking. I do feel safer participating on a platform that has programs in place to help with moderation and to help with trolling or bullying and other ways, you know, that can affect people's mental health. Uh Uh-huh. And I know that X has some of those things, but they have constantly been dismantled or constantly been taken apart for the rise of a different type of user for Mm, that platform. mm. And I don't want to get into the politics of it, but all I know is we have a a Twitter account for Modern Gaze. Yes. And we post like sporadically there and we have been able to connect most effectively with other people who are doing podcasts Mm -hmm. and other people that are creating really great shows. That's right. We've been able to talk with other podcast makers and get advice and share stories and get support. That's been really great. on our show. That's how we can connect with new people. And to be honest, like it has been really effective for us in building those relationships. We don't have a huge following, but we use it as like a way to connect with one another. Now with that, I also get push notifications on my phone. Which you have shown me. And it is the most constant, conservative, almost like vitriolic level. Gag worthy. Just in a very negative gaggy way. In a volatile, like vomiting way. Yeah. Um, Where it's promoting content that is very right wing or it is literally promotional in a way that I don't understand how anyway my algorithm has allowed that or well your algorithm has allowed it because it probably knows you are a, a gay human being like i feel like i'm actually it's like whoever's doing ads at x right now is, yes and who's running conservative ads yes are like purposely trying to push gay people off the platform Correct. or you know how typically on ad placement that will target the direct consumer. Yeah. Now they're probably targeting the opposite to like try and sway people. Like I work in marketing and advertising. I know how this shit works. Right. Like this isn't by accident. No, of course. And I know how much you can target things, you know? So it's like, it seems really weird that I'm getting these kinds of ads for things you wouldn't want to see. And on top of it, a couple of weeks ago, there was a full X takeover Mm. where a conservative platform that created an anti-trans documentary basically took over the platform for 24 hours. And no matter what you did, you could not shut it down. You couldn't dismiss it. You couldn't not see it. It was a full takeover. That's wild. Yeah. I thought it was incredibly 
an emotional attack to any person who is an LGBT identifying person, especially if they're, if you're a trans person seeing that kind of advertising and then not even being able to block it or shut it down. Right. It's like in your face. This platform called Slate Outward. Talk about it. And I think it's like, it's a worth a listen if you're interested in that story. Mm. So I don't know. Like, I feel like where do you go online to build a community where you feel safer? Is it X anymore? Maybe it's Facebook groups. Facebook groups? Yeah. There's a lot of groups on Facebook that build community. And a lot of them you have to sometimes apply and they have a couple of questions. We go back to old school. Back to old school. Maybe it's like an old school. So it's like Facebook's not just for your parents anymore. It's for you too. Uh However, it's still very removed. Like Facebook groups Mm. could be two in its own world. It's like you can't find it that easily and you have to like dig for it. Well, maybe I know what it is. What? It's gay threads. Is it gay threads? (laughs) It's gay threads. What if we just created our own gay networking community platform? I just think that that there shouldn't be separate but equal. Like separate but equal is not good. I know. You need to have a space because you need to keep educating. That's why I'm scared of like losing X and having every single person leave X because it's maybe shifting into this other thing because then it's allowed to fully transition into this more negative, scary space. We should be fighting for space and ownership of all these platforms. But I just think X doesn't mark the spot anymore. X maybe doesn't mark the spot. Do you think that you'll maybe take a risk on threads and I'm share? On th- I'm actually on threads. I actually genuinely love threads. Did you see that hashtag challenge where everyone on threads was like, if you are a LGBTQ plus member or if you are a artist, a painter, a photographer or this or that, you know, let's see if this post helps connect with other people. Did you see that? Yeah. It's like, Hey, th- Hey algorithm, listen to me. Yeah. yeah. And I really loved that because that to me helped everyone find their community or find members within their community or had similar interests Yeah, and it helps people connect. Yeah. And I really love that because I have not seen that being done on a social media platform before the way that threads did that. So if we really kind of leaned into gay threads yep. and maybe still brought that energy into X, mm. let's talk about what's important. Yeah. Right. So what's important is the sense of safety. Absolutely. That's number one. So what is interesting about threads is that you can block specific words. So you can say like, these are the words that I don't want to hear. Like say if you're being dead named or if you're being called by a pronoun that is not your pronoun Mm. or that you don't want to hear certain words or certain languages that is extremely offensive. You don't want to be bullied. And you don't want to be bullied. You can block very specific words. And then if someone tries to leave a comment that has that word, the comment will just be effectively denied. I love it. And then on top of that, you also have safety moderation where certain accounts will be warned that someone is maybe posting aggressive content or they're putting a lot of say political content or other kind of language that isn't acceptable to you. And it's not about just like putting on your blinders, but it's for the extremities. It's like for the extreme aspects of the spectrum that can often be very, very aggressive and very triggering. Yeah. You can just be warned. Okay. These people may be someone you don't want to know. Well, there's nasty people out there, so they need to be blocked. Yeah. Blocka, blocka, blocka. Then obviously there's like built-in hate speech blocking technology, right? Or right. preferences that you can set that can limit how public your posts Comments, go, are, comments yeah. are. But 
in general, I think that you need to feel like there are users and people on the platform and maybe there's just not enough people on Threads yet. Threads isn't even available everywhere yet. We should so, just own an app called Upperlands and everyone owns everything. So <laughs> that's a good one. It's called Upperlands. 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 We own everything and you know about it. Yes. Someone out there. That's what we need. Make it for us. Yeah. Give us 10%. We own 51% of this company. <laughs> so the synergies between Gag City, Nicki Minaj posting it on X or formerly known as Twitter. And then is Twitter actually dead and can Gag City save it? I don't think Gag City can save it because I think Twitter is actually dead. Really? Yeah. I think Elon Musk is killing Twitter on purpose. He didn't want he it didn't in the want first take place. It. That's right. Maybe See. the biggest gag of all will be like a reveal, a reveal at the end where Elon Musk is like, I have successfully destroyed X slash Twitter <laughs> and welcome to Gag City, everyone. Working in reverse where potentially gay threads is a new gay Twitter and this has been sparked by the resurgence of gay Twitter with Gag City's arrival. And it just brings up this whole point that we actually really need support. We need a community. We need people to rally behind us. And nothing is more expressive of this than Barb's coming to support Nicki Minaj in such a way. For free. For free. That Hashtag has pay the Barb's. That, <laughs> that has created such a huge movement across the entire world. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Nicki Minaj has literally created this incredible community of people that love one another, that love her music, that love the messaging, that love this kind of sense of community behind the barbs mm. and have been revolutionizing what is going on in the digital communication space. Right. And it's not just like this, like hot keywords of like social media, SEO, SEM. No. It's actually really deeply rooted levels of communication and the need for supporting one another. Yeah, but it's also how powerful AI actually is and creative futuristic generative AI art. Yeah. Like I think it goes to show you as well for people in business that you need to really leverage technology and leverage the future of what AI is to help harness growth for business. And language is changing every day. Yeah. Like the way that we identify ourselves and the way that we build community and the way that we present ourselves mm -hmm. and the way that we talk is changing constantly. Absolutely. And you can't just brush it off and say like, oh, these kids these days are, are just crazy. Like you actually need to be a part of the future. You need to stand behind the change. You need to embrace the change. Educate yourself. Educate yourself and have people love you. So that they can help build you futurative, generative AI art to become famous. <laughs> well, we really create the world that we can imagine. And if we are creating hashtag gag city, then I'm on board. Yeah. Take me there. And make your own gag city. Make your own gag city. You know, oh my God, I'd love to. How do you we do a mood board with our own gag city? Absolutely. Let's do that. Let's do that right now. Okay. So this brings us to the end of season one. On Modern Gaze. Yeah. I mean, it's been 39 episodes of talking with some fun people and sharing some pretty intimate stories. Having a good laugh together. And to be honest, we have a lot planned for season two. The biggest holiday gift you can give us is to write us a review on any podcast platform that you listen to Modern Gaze on. 
by sharing your story or some feedback and giving us five stars helps our podcast reach more people. And that would be incredible for us because that would allow us to keep telling our story and to bring on more exciting guests in season two that starts January 2nd. So for now, we wish everyone a happy holidays, a happy new year, and we will see you in 2024. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Modern Gaze. We hope you're enjoying our podcast so far. Make sure that you follow, turn on alerts, and even turn on auto downloads so that you get our episodes first. Our episodes come out every Tuesday and they stream anywhere podcasts play. 